Hi, everyone. I hope you all are doing well this week. I'm super excited about this week's podcast episode. It's been a long time in the making, but I finally have Sanjana Solanke on the podcast with me here today. So she's the founder of an online creative brand that covers everything from fashion to culture through various projects and collaborations with the addition of a bi-monthly digital magazine that comes right to your mail inbox. And I actually had the privilege of being interviewed for the magazine a few months ago, so I'm super excited to have her here with me. So let's get started with the questions. How would you describe So Lucky as a brand? Yes. Okay. So So Lucky as a brand, I would say, is a creative brand. It's supposed to be a creative outlet for others. And overall, it's a as a creative outlet, it's also a creative platform for um, just to put a larger focus on the South Asian community as well as the Bay Area community because we are Bay Area based. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So when you started So Lucky, did you have a specific vision for where you wanted the brand to go? And how closely do you think the brand resembles that vision today? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think about that all the time because when I started So Lucky, it was just supposed to be a gem for um, like friends and family. And then it became something like I could say as a we because now I have a team and everything, which is something so like I didn't even imagine to ever become, you know what I mean? So it was just supposed to be a platform for close family and friends to broadcast my personal interests. And then um, I was able to expand it to this platform to everyone around me and execute it as well as to be something all about youth and letting your creative creativity, creativity flow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. So you talked a little bit about like when you originally started this brand. Um, so how did you come up with this idea and where did you start? It all started actually with a Snapchat private story. Um, so it, like I said, it was just for my friends and family. And before it became a website, it started off as a story, which I allowed kind of any of my friends to join if they were interested in things like uh, home orga- organization, improvements, uh, fashion, makeup, etc. And that's like everything you can find on the Solaki website as well. So um, it started off there. And then from there, uh, it was just showing and explaining all my interests to a group of people who I knew that would enjoy that kind of niche kind of content. So yeah, that's just where it started. Okay. I love that. And <laughs> I think that this is a question that really interests me to ask people that have their own businesses. Do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? Um, that's a little tough to answer. I've never really said that I would be an entrepreneur, but um, if you really go by the definition of it, it's really just about someone who takes financial risk to uh, continue a project that they might not even be in the financial status for. So personally, like I've not always had a job. I currently do not have a job, but I did have a job for about a year and a half. And it was just really hard to keep up with the financial aspect of Solaki when you have to buy props, buy backgrounds, uh, drive far, come back, and et cetera, all those things. So um, I definitely put myself at financial risk for that, but it was always worth it. So I didn't see too much of an issue there and I've made it so far. So I would say I am an entrepreneur, but I don't think you're always going to find me saying, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> But I love it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love that. And I think it's so interesting to hear about how much effort's gone into every aspect of the magazine. And I think that if anyone who's listening takes the time to go and look at the website or the Instagram account, you will see that every single shoot and the themes of all of the magazines are so perfectly curated. So definitely, if you're listening to this episode, first finish listening and then go check that stuff (laughs) out because it 
it's absolutely amazing. Um, Thank you. But kind of on that track, how do you generate ideas for new content? Because even when I'm coming up with the ideas for these episodes, sometimes it's so hard to think of what people want to see next. So how do you sort of figure that out and then make it happen? Yeah, um, it's completely difficult. It can be so easy or it can be so hard. And I know anyone that has any kind of creative aspect in their life, like you have your podcast, right? Like, I'm sure you know how difficult it really can be. Uh, but basically, I just kind of never stop thinking about Selecky. Selecky can be really anything. We don't set limits on it. So uh, like I said, we cover makeup, fashion, organization, photo shoots, film, etc. So like, um, you kind of see that all the time in your day-to-day life, especially like in my bedroom, for example, it's everywhere. Like I'm always thinking about it. But um, yeah, basically overall, uh, I just try to brainstorm with my team if, you know, the day-to-day doesn't do its job. Yeah. But um, we also try to bond with other team members about like their own personal interests and what they're hoping to get out of Solaki because uh, once you understand, you can see how to bring that kind of aspect to the project that you're coming up with. And it just goes and, become, and becomes more and more creative from there, I would say. I love that. And I think that that was super reflected in my interview when I had the opportunity to do that. Like it was very much about what my brand is about, what this podcast is about, what I wanted out of the shoot. And like aesthetically, I got to choose so many aspects of that. And I think that keeps things super exciting. Um, But that was just really great to be able to work with you and your team. So I guess one of my other questions is, do you have any role models in the industry or anyone that sort of mentors or guides you throughout this process of content creation and like building a brand from scratch? Yeah, so uh, that's also like kind of a hard question to answer, I would say, just because I feel like I really get inspo from every single person in my life. And that might be a very like general way to answer something, but I really do believe in that because I feel like everyone has their own creative aspect to themselves. And uh, it's very personal that your creativity comes from personal uh, interests and experiences, etc. So I'm always um, gathering like inspo from everybody, but there is one specific person. So um, I think growing up, I really, I was, I was on Instagram, like a lot of people. Yeah. And for mm-hmm. example, Hema Patel, I'm not sure if you're aware of her, but she is an influencer who has definitely grown her platform over the years. And I have gained a lot of inspo from her because she's done everything herself. Like all of her, like not all, but most of her photo shoots are done by herself, for example. And she was always the creative director. And that showed me that I can do that at home. Yeah. So, you know, I've been doing that all the time. And then another, like another person I could really like specifically mention is Ananya Dada. She's, um, she was the first person to join the Selecki team. And I've always told her this. I'm sure she's tired of hearing this, but (laughs) I I literally gained so much inspo and reassurance and like I just I've learned so much from her because she's really shown me the professional aspect of selecting what it could have been. So since then, I've always just been staying on top of prof- professionalism with her in that aspect because she really shows me and guides me in that way and shows me that professionalism is something really important to think about. So, Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I think that's been something that's so important to me when doing these interviews is I always want to have people that are like our own age that we're kind of surrounded by and interacting with on a daily basis, because I think those are the people that I get the most inspiration from. So I think it's so amazing that you get to work with one of your mentors and your role models. Um, But kind of on the vein of like personal relationships and things like that, 
what has been your biggest struggle so far, either in life or with the brand? And I think both of us are South Asian women. And so are there any struggles of being brown in this space, in the space of content creation? Um, so, well, here, I can answer this in two parts. Overall, uh, you know, life is hard. It just Mm -hmm. sometimes it's really hard to get out of bed to go ahead and do things for your creative brand or whatever creative aspect Mm -hmm. is in your life, just because, uh, sometimes that aspect affects the other parts of your life where you're really supposed to be pushing through. And it just, it's really hard to balance it all. So I would say that's one struggle, but specifically with the South Asian culture, um, thankfully my family has been very, very supportive overall, but like, yeah, South Asian culture can really show you that there's not a lot of space for creativity and that's another issue, you know, like that's why we have so lucky here. We want to create a brand, a team of not only South Asian people, but really show that you can have the option to have that creative outlet in your life. Like it doesn't have to be so small or even non-existent when you're just like focusing on your studies or your job or whatever it may be that doesn't really allow your creative your creativity flow. I love that. And I'm so happy to hear that your family is so supportive of this brand. Um, But I personally know that when you put content out there, you're leaving it up for other people to interpret and to react to. And so (laughs) do you have any haters? And if so, how do you handle them? So, uh, so he doesn't necessarily have a lot of haters. We've definitely had a few experiences, I would say, but Mm -hmm. you know, what, what creative brand or aspect, you know, doesn't have that, of course, but like I said, since we don't get a lot of hate, there's not really much to do. But when we do, it's just kind of let it be. But if it does get out of control, it's something we handle on the side or in private. But it's nothing we ever really want to focus on because what are you going to do with that hate? Like, it's just like a waste of time. Uh, it's not really doing anything for the brand. Uh, it's just negativity. Like, there's no need to, like, put your time into it. So, like, I almost don't even have an answer for you on how do I deal with them because I don't. <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah. That is so iconic. I'm literally going <laughs> to frame that. Like, I don't even know how to answer that because I don't. Like, you just don't deal with the hate. And I absolutely <laughs> love that. Um, So I guess on a more positive note, in Thank that you. case, what has been your most satisfying moment with the brand so far? Yeah. So um, honestly, like everything, like every, like I, like I said, it, early in this podcast, I I didn't even imagine for so lucky to get this far. The fact that we're still going to this day, every day I wake up and I'm like, what? Like, what is, what is so lucky? Like, what are we, like, why do I have all this stuff in my room? And it's all so lucky. And I'm like, oh my God. So, but yeah, one of the most satisfying parts of this whole journey, I would say is completing 12 magazine digital issues. Like those are, those are literally visual content of everything we've accomplished in that one year. So that was really amazing to have. And then on top of that, uh, we recently hit our two-year anniversary for when Solohi started, which was back in August 10th, uh, 2020. So it was just recent. And it's just really nice to see mm-hmm. that we've gotten so far and we still have so much far further to go. And yeah, it's just amazing like that. <laughs> well, first of all, congrats on the two-year anniversary. But Thank I you so said- much like relate to that in terms of you know you hit all these like milestones like that one year probably came along and you were kind of like wow wow it's been a year like I didn't even realize that and I think we were talking about this earlier before we started recording but like we've been trying to make this interview happen for a year which means like it's been both of us content creating which is crazy and I absolutely love that 
Um, but in all of that time, do you think that there's any part of the website or do you have like a favorite issue of the magazine so far that you think you will always direct people back to, to see like some of the things you're most connected to? Yeah. So, uh, currently actually our website is under construction, so I'm just going to let that be, but, um, magazine wise, I, I always have a hard time picking a favorite issue because I say that I have a favorite issue and then we put out a new one and I'm like, how do we even do that? Like, yeah. that's amazing. Like we always execute the theme so well and every time we do it, we get better at it. So it really, it's really hard to just say like, which one's my favorite issue? I would say maybe uh, issue number five, I believe uh, that should be the July uh, 2021 issue that was based on the Roaring Twenties, Great Gatsby, and our content for that was just amazing. We had so much content, and on top of that, our models and the photo shoots, everything we did to execute the visual thing was just so amazing. It was one of our uh, best photo shoots, in my opinion, so uh, that is why it's one of my favorites, but generally, like I said, like all of them, really. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that every time you put out content, you keep leveling up because I think that's how it has to be and how it should be with a brand. And it just like, yeah. you know, your passion comes through every single time you do something. So I absolutely love that. Um, Thank you. But I've been asking a lot of questions. So is there any question <laughs> that you wish people asked you more often? Um, Honestly, what makes me the happiest throughout the brand? Like, I get so many questions like, it's just about any other aspect of the brand but it's yeah. some like overall the brand itself it's my creativity flowing through right so it's my happiness going through the brand and showing so I feel like I wish like, I was asked more about that but it is kind of personal personal so I don't really expect it <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah like I said the brand makes me really happy there's a lot of different aspects in it which I would love to tell people about to not only uh, let them know what I do, but also maybe in inspire them to do something similar that makes them happy as well. Okay. So based on that, are there any parts of that that you want to be able to talk about right now and just share a little bit about? Uh, like specifically what makes me the happiest in my brand or? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I really, I really enjoy seeing people come together. That's like mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Uh, growing up, I think I think growing up, I like when I was young, I was left out a lot. So it was kind of a feeling that I didn't want to give to anybody else. And then I really saw how great it is when people do come together. And it's like, I I just love seeing that at photo shoots or, you know, when we're creating or when designing the magazine or uh, even like a podcast like this. Like I yeah. love seeing people come together and really combine their interests, their creativity, their personalities, because we're really all so different in that way and no one's very specifically like um like the same when it comes to their own interests and why they like something and how much they like something and it's just really interesting to learn that much about somebody else so when I see it happen it's just really it's a really warm feeling I have no I absolutely love that and I think that that's such an important part of content creation is it's like a topic of conversation. Like when you put it out there, like that's not the end. So many people are going to look at that and think about it and talk about it and like absorb it. And so I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, Thank you. But I guess yeah. one of my larger questions is what is the ultimate goal for So Lucky? And are there any specific targets you're trying to hit in terms of exposure or collabs, like goals that you sort of put on your vision board? Yeah. So 
Um, I I won't even lie to you. We didn't necessarily have an end goal till very recently. So I'm really glad this podcast happened when it did. Um, and that's just like another thing I want to say to all of your li- like listeners to the podcast. Um, if you don't have an end goal, that's also okay. You should just yeah. keep working towards whatever you can. Do what you can to just make sure you're always progressing because life is just like life is long but it's also your youth is pretty short and you're not going to be able to do these things when you're older so just keep going till you have an end goal and thankfully I did find an end goal recently like I said and that specifically was going to be so um so like you could become an organization on a college campus and this is kind of the first time I'm talking about this so here's my little announcement but um (laughs) but um this is nothing like declared or anything, but we are really trying to hope to uh, bring Soliki onto San Jose State. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually where I currently go. And if we can bring it to become an organization, it might be something that I would like to leave behind, but in college, because that was a part of my college self. Yeah. And I feel like growing older, I'm like, there's possibilities I may not have time for putting all my time into Soliki or even having my team members do the same. So if we keep it going and keeping it as like a barrier base and only for like the youthful and all that, I think we keep so lucky going in that way. Mm-hmm. So that is the end goal here. But uh, so lucky will always be a part of me, of course. And that that amazing idea actually came from one of my team members. I just yeah. definitely want to make sure I say that. Sanjana Dadi, she came up with that amazing idea to make it an organi- organization. And literally once she said that, my brain like completely turned on. Like it was a spark. I was like, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, just overall, we just always want to make sure we're completely welcoming and can give you the experience that you may need. So that's also another end goal in a way. Yeah, because uh, everyone that comes to us has like a certain interest that they're trying to expand on and like gain more experience. And I've definitely seen our team members um, like take their experience from Solaki and go to college or get mm-hmm. a job, etc. So we can give you that base experience that other jobs may require you to have. So yeah. there's also that. Yeah. No, I absolutely love that. I think it's so beautiful that you're thinking about like it's always going to be a part of you, but also thinking about leaving it behind and allowing other people to move forward with it. Because I think that's something that I struggle with. A lot of other people probably struggle with in the content creation spaces. It's like when you create a brand or you create something, it's like your baby, like you don't want to let it go. And like, I think it's amazing. Even just thinking about that, because that, I don't even know that I could do that. So I think that's absolutely like beautiful. So sweet. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Um, And then just in general, sort of as like a last question, what advice do you have for someone looking to be where you are right now? Like, in my opinion, you have this absolutely amazing, super successful brand. Like every, everything that you put out is amazing. And then also your team, like you can just really see all the effort that goes into it. And I think that for a lot of people, it can be very daunting to look at someone that's in this space and so successful and like try to figure out how they even got there. So do you have any advice on that? Anything that really helped you in that journey? Yeah. So first off, that was completely sweet of you to say. Uh, (laughs) This whole podcast is just like, I'm about to be in tears from everything you're saying, first of all. Like, you just made my entire day, entire week, entire month. But <laughs> anyway, uh, what advice? I would say, like, I think I said this in the last question, just start. Because uh, yeah. this, like, this is something I've been thinking about 
since I was young. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, Soloki has been an idea that I've had since um, like around sixth grade, I would say. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I've just never really like jumped onto it because I was always very insecure about like what I could do and what I couldn't do. And like, can I actually do this right? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but yeah nobody knows what they're doing ever like ever like it's the truth everyone's faking it till they make it and I'm still faking it till I make it but I made it somewhere and like yeah. it's very possible you just have to start and like just stop thinking about what could happen and like how to start it and etc just start doing something you don't have to have that end goal like I said earlier because you will get somewhere doing something is going to progress you in any kind of aspect you can do that with your creative aspect of your life or even any other aspect but just start doing things and I think I talked about this earlier too like it is really hard to get get started get out of bed start mm -hmm. doing things but once you are there it's going to feel amazing I absolutely love that and that's such an amazing way to end today's episode um, I just want to say thank you for being on this podcast and for everyone who's listening, please go check out the So Lucky Instagram and website. It's so lucky.life spelled so lucky as one word. Mm -hmm. um, and today's episode was absolutely incredible. I'm so happy that we made this happen. And thank you again for being on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, you are the absolute sweetest. And the fact that we're doing this podcast after what, like almost a year, almost like a year. I... Yeah. I love the dedication and I'm so happy to be on this podcast. Like seriously, they made my whole day. So thank you so much for having me and definitely keep on listening. <laughs>